And oh yes, indeed, Gloria in Excelsis Day. Welcome and thank you for joining us for day four of Luke December Challenge 2022. As always, if you want to read any of the chapters in the book of Luke, uh, before we get to the end of this challenge, by the grace of God on the 24th of December, do reach out to us and we'll be glad to schedule you to read any of the chapters. Reading Reading chapter 4 tonight for day 4 of Luke December Challenge 2022 is our dear sister, Fisola Bangba from Abuja. Thank you, sis, for joining us. Over to you now. Good evening. My name is Fisola Bangba, and I'll be reading the book of Luke chapter 4 from the New King James Version. I read, Then Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being tempted for 40 days by the devil. And in those days he ate nothing, and afterwards, when they had ended, he was hungry. And the devil said to him, If ye are the Son of God, command this stone to become bread. But Jesus answered him, saying, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Then the devil, taking him up on a mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said to him, All this authority I will give you, and their glory, for this has been delivered to me, and I give it to whomever I wish. Therefore, if you will worship before me, all will be yours. And Jesus answered and said to him, Get behind me, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. Then he brought him to Jerusalem, set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you to keep you. And in their hands, they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against the stone. And Jesus answered and said to him, It has been said, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. Now when the devil had ended every temptation, he departed from him until an opportune time. Then Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee. And news of him went out through all the surrounding region, and he taught in their synagogues, being glorified by all. So he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. And he was handed the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has set me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Then he closed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all who were in the synagogue were fixed on him. And he began to say to them, Today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. So all bore witness to him 
and marveled at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth. And he said, Is this not Joseph's son? He said to them, You will surely say this proverb to me, Physician, heal yourself. Whatever we have heard done in Capernaum, do also here in your country. Then he said, Assuredly, I say to you, no prophet is accepted in his own country. But I tell you truly, many widows were in Israel in the days of Elijah, when the heaven was shut up three years and six months, and there was a great famine throughout all the land. But to none of them was Elijah sent, except to Zarephath, in the region of Sidon, to a woman who was a widow. And many lepers were in Israel in the time of Elisha the prophet, and none of them was cleansed except Naaman the Syrian. So all those in the synagogue, when they heard these things, were filled with wrath, and rose up and thrust him out of the city. And they led him to the brow of the hill on which their city was built, that they might throw him down over the cliff. Then passing through the midst of them, he went his way. Then he went down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and was teaching them on the Sabbath. And they were astonished at his teaching, for his word was with authority. Now in the synagogue, there was a man who had the spirit of an unclean demon. And he cried out with a loud voice, saying, Let us alone. What have we to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Did you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the only one of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be quiet and come out of him. And when the demon had thrown him in their midst, it came out of him and did not hurt him. Then they were all amazed and spoke among themselves, saying, What a word this is, for with authority and power he commands the unclean spirit, and they come out. And the report about him went out into every place in the surrounding region. Now he arose from the synagogue and entered Simon's house. But Simon's wife's mother was sick with a high fever, and they made request of him concerning her. So he stood over her and rebuked the fever, and he left her, and immediately she arose and served them. When the sun was setting, all those who had any all those who had any that were sick with various diseases brought him to him brought them to him, and he laid his hand on every one of them and healed them. And demons also came out of many, crying out and saying, You are the Christ, the Son of God. And he rebuked them, did not allow them to speak, for they knew that it was the Christ. Now when it was day, he departed and went into a deserted place. And the crowd sought him and came to him and tried to keep him from leaving them. But he said to them, I must preach the kingdom of God to the other cities also, because for this purpose I have been sent. And he was preaching in the synagogues of Galilee. This is the word of God. Thank you. 
And yes, thank you so very much for reading Luke chapter 4 for day 4 of Luke December Challenge 2022. God bless you, very good. Now let's identify the treasures from Luke chapter 4. As always, if you want to add to these treasures, do let us know. Send it to us on WhatsApp or just let it be known in the comment section below. And the first treasure we are identifying is this. The first treasure from Luke chapter 4, the devil is cunning, the devil is persistent, but the devil can be soundly defeated in the power of the Holy Spirit and with the word of God. The devil is cunning, the devil is persistent, but the devil can be soundly defeated in the power of the Holy Spirit and with the word of God. And is it not interesting to note that Luke chapter 4 starts like this, Then Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. At the time that Jesus encountered the devil, or at the time that the, the devil encountered Jesus with, those, with, the, with the temptation, Jesus was filled with the Holy Spirit. Uh, the the gospel made a special mention of that. He was filled with the Holy Spirit. So much so that he say he was positioned for victory over the devil. Christ was fully man and fully God at the time he was here. Not fully man, fully God. But being filled with the Holy Spirit at that time, as Always he was filled with the Holy Spirit. He was positioned for victory. And is that not a lesson to you and to me as well? I remember the exhortation from the apostle. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. Be filled with the Spirit. And of course, from Galatians 5.16. So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. I mean, there is nothing to add to that. But to be reminded that uh, for the person who is always filled with the Holy Spirit, who lives in constant communion with the Holy Spirit, that person uh, becomes well-positioned to to defeat, to soundly defeat the devil and to overcome temptations. And of course, and of course, remember that uh, exhortation from, from Elder James as well. Submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Uh, submitting to, to God is to be filled with the Holy Spirit. When you are filled with the Holy Spirit, then you are submitted to God uh, because you are always in communion with him. Then you are positioned to resist the devil. And when the devil is resisted, we have the examples from the scripture. Remember Joseph, when the devil is resisted, it will flee. It will flee from you. I pray that you will always have strength to overcome the devil in Jesus' name. So the devil is cunning. Is persistent, but it can be soundly defeated in the power of the Holy Spirit and with the word of God. This much you know already. Uh, in response to each of the three temptations, Jesus replied with the word of God uh, from the book of Deuteronomy. So being filled with the Holy Spirit and armed with the word of God, the Christian can defeat, soundly, soundly defeat the devil. And the second treasure from Luke chapter 4 is this. Don't satisfy your natural hungers in unnatural or ungodly ways. Don't satisfy your natural hungers in unnatural ways or ungodly ways. Now, uh, there are hungers that are natural to the human being. There is physical hunger, there is thirst, uh, there, there, uh, there is sexual need, things that are natural to the human body. But uh, in response to all of this, God has provided food Food to satisfy natural hunger. He has provided water and and wine, acceptable wine, to satisfy thirst. He has provided uh, sexual intimacy in a married relationship to satisfy our sexual hungers and other physical hungers. God has provided for them. We must not go outside the boundary of what God has approved to satisfy this hunger. And you see, 
uh, we, the, the gospel made note of this in verse 2. And in those days, he ate nothing for 40 days. He ate nothing. And afterward, when they had ended, he was hungry. He was hungry. A reminder uh, to you and me that uh, our Lord, he encountered the same temptations that we encounter. He was hungry. He was, he, he was a man of like passion like us because he was fully man. Yet fully God, but fully man. Never forget that. And that is the basis uh, for the readers of the Hebrews saying that he was tempted in every way, yet he did not sin. So when the devil went to him, asking him to turn stone to bread, the devil knew that our Lord was hungry. He was hungry. Yet our Lord chose not to satisfy his hunger uh, by unnatural and ungodly ways. And it, it's a reminder to you and me, whether it be sexual hunger, whether it be hunger for food, or any other physiological hunger that is natural to human beings. Remember, if God has said, do not do this, do not do it. And of course, if you look at the culture today, there are different ways that uh, sexual hunger may be satisfied. Let us not join them in doing unnatural things. Let us not join them in doing ungodly things to satisfy our natural hungers. And number three, the third treasure from Luke chapter four is this. Satan's tempting offers are premised on lies. Pay attention. Satan's tempting offers are premised on lies. Pay attention. They are premised on lies. And of course, our Lord uh, warned us, saying to, uh, to his disciples that Satan is who? The father of lies. That is the father of lies. That is a liar. Satan is a liar and the father of lies from, eight, uh, from John 8. 44 from, from John 8 4. You belong to your father, the devil. He was, he was uh, reproaching uh, his hearers at that time. You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he's a liar and the father of lies. And you can see that very clearly in verse, verse 6. Satan was tempting the Lord, uh, saying to him, Say, go. See, he took him to the high mountain, saying to him, Look, if you would worship me, I would give to you all the kingdoms of this world. And in verse 6, listen to what the devil said to our Lord. And the devil said to him, All authority, all this authority I will give you and their glory, for this has been delivered to me, and I give it to whomever I wish. That's the lie of the devil. The devil was saying to our Lord Jesus that all authority on earth has been given to him, and that he reserves it within his own right to give it to whomever uh, he so uh, wishes to, to, to give it to. Is that true? Is that true? So you see that uh, this offer was premised on a big lie, on a big, big lie. Nobody delivered authority to the devil. He does not have such authority. And of course, uh, we know from Matthew 28, don't we, that all authority belongs to God to Jesus Christ. In Matthew 28, our Lord said, Go ye therefore and teach all nations. Before then, uh, before verse 19, our Lord has said, All authority on earth and in heaven has been given to, to me. So it is to the Lord, uh, to Jesus Christ, that authority has been given. But here, you, you, you hear the devil uh, saying to our Lord, All this authority I will give you and their glory, for this has been delivered to me. And I give it to whomever I wish. That's a lie. So Satan's temptations, Satan's tempting offers are 
always premised on lies. If you pay attention, you will discover those lies. Don't fall, don't fall uh, for for the lies. And I'm talking about the glories and promotions and offices in this world. We must never forget Psalm 75, right? Psalm 75, verse 6. For promotion comes neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. But God is the judge. He puts down one and sets up another. So promotion comes from God, not from any other source. So if anybody has been lying to you and saying that, look, let's go to this God, let's go to these people, let's go to that cult, or uh, let's do certain things that, I mean, although they may be ungodly, but you see, that is that, that is the path uh, to, to promotion in this world. That is the path to, to exaltation. If uh, somebody has been playing that in your ears, shut your ears and identify the lie. Satan's tempting offers are premised on lies. Pay attention. And number four, the fourth treasure from Luke chapter four is this. Don't aim for glory. Don't aim for spectacular achievement. Just aim to be faithful. Just aim to be faithful. Uh, If you look clearly at what uh, Satan was gunning for when he confronted our Lord uh, with this uh, with this temptation when he said look when in verse 9 Satan said to our Lord then he brought him to Jerusalem set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him if you are the son of God throw yourself down from here do you think he, he, he was planning to kill our Lord no he knew as he rightly quoted as Satan rightly quoted that the Lord would give his angels charge over his servant they would keep him they would bear him up in their hands he would not dash his foot against the stone but he wanted to to tempt Jesus to do something spectacular something that our people will hear all over Jerusalem and will say wow this is the son of God come and see this wonderful spectacular thing he has done and that's a temptation uh, that appeals to many Christians today many Christians Christian ministers, many Christian ministries where they say, well, let's do something spectacular, something that will command attention, something different, you know, something awe-inspiring, something attention-grabbing, something that will make people say, wow, wow. And that's the temptation we must run away from. It is better, uh, the Lord wants from us faithfulness, faithfulness to the purpose that's appointed for us, faithfulness to his word, rather than uh, gunning for the spectacular. When we've gone for the spectacular, when we've gone for the uh, for uh, for the awe-inspiring, we find ourselves trying to uh, trying to 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 gain the adulation of men. That is not what he has called us to do. Uh, the Apostle John, uh, rather John the Baptist, put it correctly when he said, "He must." increase and I must decrease. It must increase and I must decrease. Do not call attention to yourself. Do not call attention to spec. Do not aim for glory or for spectacular achievement. Just aim to be faithful. It is the Lord who gives increase. First Corinthians 3, 7. It is the Lord who gives who gives the increase. So, uh, neither the one who plants, nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who makes things grow. So, uh, in our Christian endeavors, let us remember that it is not uh, the doing of the spectacular, the doing of the uh, of the extraordinary uh, that builds the church of Christ or expands his kingdom. No. You just be faithful. Do what he has asked you to do. Uh, return the glory to him. Call attention to him and to him alone and he will give the increase. And the fifth treasure from Luke chapter 4 is this. Only God has the originals. Only God has the originals. Satan's bag is full of counterfeit. 
Only God has the original. So, for example, you want you want a ministry to grow, you want the church to grow, you want to build God's kingdom. The only God has the original key, and the original key is what is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ Himself. See, uh, Satan he was was trying to tempt our Lord to get the attention of the world by by jumping down uh, from the temple and not hurting himself. He wanted Jesus to call attention to himself, to take the glory, uh, to to bask in the adulation of men. But you see, notwithstanding that Jesus did not fall for that temptation, notwithstanding that Jesus did not that Jesus chose uh, not to do anything that spectacular, did his fame not go all over the country? Did his fame not go all over the country? I, I mean, read verse fourteen. Verse fourteen. We read in verse fourteen saying that. Then Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee, and news of him went out through all the surrounding region. News of him went round through all the surrounding regions, meaning that notwithstanding that he chose not to grab the attention of the world to himself by jumping down from the uh, from the pinnacle of the of the temple, yet his news went round. Uh, the surrounding region, God gives the original, uh, Satan only has counterfeit. And of course, in verse 37 as well, uh, we read here saying, and the report about him went out into every place in the surrounding region. So uh, if uh, the Lord wants uh, his work to expand to certain places, it will it will expand to those places. We only need to be faithful. We do not need to cut corners. We do not need to employ worldly means. We do not need to uh, to aim for the spectacular. Those who aim for the spectacular, they get into all sorts of of terrible, of terrible, uh, of terrible devices, terrible schemes of the devil and they will pierce their soul to use the word of the apostle Paul to Timothy. And the sixth treasure from Luke chapter 4 is this. Can you find it in the Bible? Can you find it in your Bible? That's the sixth treasure. You must be able to find it in your Bible. That's the sixth treasure. I mean, pay attention to verse 17 of Luke chapter 4. It says, And it was under the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. He found it. Jesus was under the scroll of the prophet Isaiah. And when it was given to him, Jesus found the place. He found the place. Can you find the place? The place in your own Bible. And when you say, talk about the place, I, I mean, uh, the place you want to talk about, the, the place that applies to your present circumstance. Can you find it in your Bible? How, how diligent how diligent a student of the Bible are you? Can you find it in your Bible? Can you find it in your Bible? That's the sixth treasure uh, in form of a question from Luke chapter 4. And the seventh treasure from Luke chapter 4 is this. Don't let familiarity with the word of God and the church rob you of the blessings of faith. Don't let familiarity with the word of God and the church rob you of the blessings of faith. I remember what was said of him. Uh, when when they saw when they heard him speaking with grace, speaking with wisdom, speaking with insight uh, about the about the scripture, some of them said, "Well, is this not Joseph's son?" And he said to them, "You will surely say this proverb to me, physician, heal yourself. Whatever we have we have had done in Capernaum, do also in your own country." Nobody said. And then, and then Jesus went further to say, Assuredly, I say to you, no prophet is accepted in his own country. And don't let it be like that. Don't let it be like you. I haven't known the scriptures so well. I haven't become acquainted with the scriptures so much. I haven't been uh, close to the church. Don't let it be you say, 
Mm. I mean, what is going to talk about? They want to talk about uh, the Christmas story. I've had thousands of sermons on the Christmas story. Oh, is he going to preach from the book of Luke? Mm. What book of Luke? I've read it countless times. Is he going to talk about the prophet Daniel? Well, look, we've done countless Daniel studies. So much so that you, you, you no longer pay attention. So, so much so that you, you no longer open your heart to the blessings that come from listening and from hearing and from, uh, from devoting yourself to the scriptures. Don't let familiarity with the word and the church of God rob you of the blessings of faith. Of course, remember uh, Matthew 13, 58. He did not do many miracles there because they lack faith. They lack faith. And you see, uh, those who lack, lack faith are not only those who are outside of the church. You find many people in the church as well who lack faith and the lack of faith comes because they have become over familiar with everything. I've had it before. I've sung it before. I've, I've even preached sermons on it before. So what is there? But all that you will realize that the word of God is always new, that the Holy Spirit uh, walks through the word and you will not become too familiar with the church or with the word of God. And the eighth, tre- and the eighth treasure from Luke chapter 4 is this. It is not enough to know that Jesus is Lord. It is not enough to know that Jesus is Lord. It's not enough. Uh, and you ask, if that is not enough, what is? Of course, remember uh, the, uh, the, the, the statement by Elder James, you believe that there is one God. Good. Even the demons believe that and they shudder. And you find you, you find the parallel here in Luke chapter 4 when Jesus went to the synagogue, into the synagogue, and a man who had a spirit of an unclean demon met, met him. And that man cried out with a loud voice, saying, Let us alone. What have we to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Did you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. I know who you are. The demons. When they saw Jesus, acknowledged him as the Holy One of God. That is, they acknowledged him as the Christ, the one chosen by the Lord. So, if you also acknowledge that Jesus is Lord, good. That's what the Elder James wrote. That's good, but that's not it. Even the demons believe, they shudder. We know that. But beyond that, you do not submit to him. The demons believe that, they know that, but they don't submit to him. And for that, they were born in the fire of hell. Don't be in their number. More than that, remember Luke 6, 46. It is not enough to call him Lord. It is not enough to say, yes, you are the Christ of God, but you must do what he says. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? So it is not enough to know that Jesus is Lord. You must also submit to him. You must not be in rebellion against him, and you must do what he says. The ninth treasure from Luke chapter 4 is this. When the divine interventions of Jesus bring amazement all around. The divine interventions of Jesus bring the amazement all around. And it's my prayer today that the Lord will divinely intervene in your affairs. And we have wonderful records here from Luke chapter 4. Uh, that man, filled with demons, met with the Lord. But Jesus said, quiet and come out of him. Jesus rebuilt the demons and the demon, uh, the demon, went out of him, so much so that in verse 36 we read, Then they were all amazed and spoke among themselves, saying, What a word this is! For with authority and power he commands the unclean spirits, and they come out, and they come out. And the report about him went into every place in the surrounding region. I pray the Lord will intervene in your life so much so that uh, amazement will, will seize all who hear of it in the name of Jesus. And what of, uh, what of how he rebuked uh, the fever uh, that was that afflicted uh, Simon Peter's wife's mother. He rebuked the fever, and we read that 
that the fever left her and immediately she arose and served them. What is more, Luke 440, when the sun was setting, all those who had any that were sick with various diseases brought them to him and he laid his hands on every one of them and he healed them. If it is sickness uh, and whatever it may be, I pray the Lord will intervene in your affairs so much so that all who hear about your case will give glory to God in the highest heavens in Jesus' name. And finally, uh, from Luke chapter 4, the the tenth treasure from Luke chapter 4 is this. Have a godly purpose for your life and dare to make it known. Have a godly purpose for your life and dare to make it known. I, there was a time when this book was quite popular, a purpose-driven life. It's still a relevant book. Have a godly purpose for your life and dare to make it known. I remember that song, that hymn, Dare to be a Daniel, Dare to stand alone, Dare to have a purpose true, Dare to make it known. Jesus did not shy away from his own purpose. He said in verse 43, I must preach the kingdom of God to the other cities also, because for this purpose I have been sent. So for, the, for what purpose have you been sent? That's the question that the Holy Spirit is asking you today. And if you think that's a question you can't answer, I can tell you that you can answer the question. Your purpose is well stated in Matthew 28, 19-20. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always, even unto the end of the world. So if you are not if you are not contributing to mission, if you are not joining mission work in whatever way, uh, through a ministry, uh, through your church, if you are not contributing to mission, you are not fulfilling purpose as a Christian. Dare to have a purpose, dare to make it known. And of course, as you not committed to us the work of reconciliation, that God was reconciling to the word in himself, that what God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. Second Corinthians 5.19 And he has committed to us the message, the message of reconciliation. So you have a purpose and your purpose well spread out in the Bible. Have a godly purpose for your life and dare to make it known. Pursue your purpose as indeed our Lord pursued is. Because for this purpose I have been sent. So that you also will say, I have a purpose uh, to join in the work of, of, of mission. I have a purpose to spread the gospel of Christ. I have a purpose uh, to reconcile uh, the world to God through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and pursue that purpose in your own little corner. If he has called you to be uh, a, a to be a worldwide evangelist, pursue it. If he has called you to, in your own corner, contribute to mission work and evangelize one person at a time, do it. Uh, what is what is not acceptable is not to do anything. Those are the 10 treasures that we can identify from Luke chapter 4 today. There are many more. I'm sure there are many more treasures from this chapter of uh, of Luke. If you have identified any other, please do share with us on WhatsApp or in the comment section below. Thank you so very much for joining us today for day four of the Luke December Challenge 2022. I look forward uh, to you joining us again tomorrow for another episode of the Luke December Challenge 2022. Thank you so much, Mrs. Afisala Drogbangba, for reading today. God bless you, really good. God bless you all. See you tomorrow and have a wonderful night rest. God bless you. God bless you indeed. Gospelbellsradio.com is a community of believers learning together, praying together, bearing one another's burdens, and engaging the culture with the mind of Christ. To listen to live programs, tune in to www.gospelbellsradio.com. God bless you. Hello, friends. My name is Delmi, and I love listening 
to gospelbellsradio.com. I love listening to Gospel Bells Radio. My name is Muyua Jimmy. Hello friends, my name is Olufumbi and I love listening to gospelbellsradio.com. Learning together, praying together, bearing one another's burdens and engaging the culture with the mind of Christ. To listen to live programs, tune in to www.gospelbellsradio.com. God bless you.